Hey, dude, this dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. you pet stylists, you found the Groom Pod. Welcome to our virtual salon. My name is Susie and I'm your host. I'm a mobile groomer from Seattle, Washington, and anyone who knows me will tell you I love to talk, especially about my job. One of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show, Miss Barbara Berg. Hey Susie, how you doing and what's up? Well, hello, Barbara. Hello, Groom Pack. Welcome to episode 315 of the Groom Pod, recorded on October 31st, 2021 in Snohomish, Washington and Tucson, Arizona. This week, we're going to talk what you can do now that will make it so that you can groom when you're Barbara's age. And we're going to learn a little bit about the Banana Eye Groom Shampoo. So remember to support our sponsors, and those people are Best Shot, Show Season, Evolution Shears, and Stasco. And if you'd like to support Barbara and I, those guys, they keep the show up and running, but Barbara and I, of course, provide the content. And if you'd like to help us out, you can do so at our website, thegroompod.com, where you can find our Patreon button, our donation button, and our links to Chewy and Cherry Brook. Barbara, how was your week? Oh, I had a good week this week, and, I, uh, and a couple of interesting things happened. Let me tell you about my new customer yesterday. It was really funny. This man had called me, and we had uh, actually talked on the phone. He had like a 12-year-old Havanese that uh, he was searching for a new groomer, and he said it was going to be every month, which sounded good to me. And he says, um, my, and the dog's name is Buddy. Okay, so that's one step better. The, the other new customer I had this week, the dog's name was Boy. Boy? So, <laughs> like, good. Hey, boy. So, that, so that's real original, no, right? Yeah. That, you know, so Buddy is like one step imagination better than Boy. Yeah. But, <laughs> but still, really buddy yeah so it says buddy just loves people he <laughs> just loves people oh by the way do you have a muzzle <laughs> people are so and fucking funny people are so funny and so he repeated that he did the same thing when he, he carries the dog in I love it when they carry their dog in. They don't even bring it in on a leash that's so attached to Buddy that he carries Buddy in. And he says, you know, Buddy just loves people. You might want to have a muzzle ready. I said, well, um, <laughs> what does you know, that he mean? Says, well, he's all he's getting old, you know, Buddy's getting old. He, and, he, and he might have actually been 14, not 12. He says, Buddy's getting old and there's been some. Uh, he didn't even want to say he's been bad or that he bit somebody. He just sort of said some stuff. <laughs> yes, some undetermined stuff. Unidentified potential stuff could happen. So I, I, I want to tell you, we didn't have any issues with Buddy. Oh, isn't that funny? Buddy never, he never growled. One thing that started to happen was that 
when Yvonne started uh, blow drying him with the HV dryer, he started to moan like maybe he was going to have a dryer seizure. Right. Um, and I jumped right in there. We had had earlier in the week with one of our regular older dogs and I had to stop Yvonne from drying I said this is a dryer you just stop right here well but he started to moan in that kind of way that sounds like it might go into a procedure and she was freaking out and I said look it just let me dry him so you know the difference in our drying technique is that Yvonne tends to wave the hose around and kind of move randomly through the body over and over and over again. And I am more, much more methodical. Well, as soon as I took the dryer hose from her and started drying him more slowly in specific areas and get, he just settled right down. That was interesting that, that it seems to not just matter to me, <laughs> but it also yeah. matters to the dog if you're kind of more methodical, you know, <laughs> like it just seems like it might be, it's less threatening because there seems to be more control going on when you're being more systematic and methodical with the hose rather than moving from one part of the body to another part and back and forth and around. So um, that kind of confirmed that, you know, but it doesn't make any difference because <laughs> it is what it is. People are funny, the concepts they have of their dogs. You know, like the dogs that, oh, they'll never bite, and then they go to try to take your face off the first time the owner's out of sight. And then the other ones that shake, oh, she hates grooming, and they shake, and the owner holds them so close, and then you put them on the table, and they're like, hi, what's going on? Hi, everything's fine. <laughs> that was know, funny, wasn't I, it? <laughs> I know. Yes, gosh. So I have the best clients ever. Because they know me so well. I got two tips yesterday. <laughs> two tips. One of them was an entire Costco bag of Halloween candy. <laughs> an entire Costco bag of Halloween candy and a half pack of Pepsi. Uh, that one they house. know you so well. Right. Oh, goodness. Uh, in the other house, I got an entire grocery sack full of theater candy. So good and plenty's, hot tamales, jujubes, everything I love. Oh, gosh. I mean, just awesome. And I got a plant and witch legs that stick out of my bag and a pumpkin. Oh, my God. And then another lady, she always makes me lunch every time and puts it in a sack so I can take it because she knows I'd eat and drive at the same time. This is why it's so hard for me to turn people down, though. I met the doodle puppy. Yeah, yeah. The doodle puppy. Uh oh. He is huge boned. Like he looks like he has lab legs on his eight week old oh, body. Dear. Dad was apparently forty pounds. He's a multi generational doodle, so there hasn't been anything but doodle in there. But Dad was. I bet this dog is going to be huge. He just looks like he's going to be big. I had the frank conversation with her that I don't do big dogs. And the only reason that, you know, I'm here is because it's you and I'll clean the butt and belly up and do the nails. But if he gets too big, he's going to be out of my hand. And then she said, well, we're moving next year. 
And I was like, oh, crap. Well, now I got to keep him. What am I going to send him away for a year? That's not fair. So I'm stuck with this damn doodle that's going to be big, but I'll only have it for the first year. I should be okay. Besides, she'll brush the dog. But geez, Louise. And then I don't know if I told you. I might have told you off air. But my buddy, the Bichon, with the longest tongue that likes to be in the bag, buddy, the Bichon. (laughs) Yeah. The nervous dog, the anxiety dog, where they just took half his lung out. They just got a puppy. Ah, why don't they ask me before they buy their dang dogs, please? (laughs) What did they get? Another Bichon. And here's the thing. It's from one of our local groomers who is also a Bichon specialty lady. I mean, she just grooms the most beautiful Bichons. And I don't know if she may want to keep grooming them, which I'm okay with. That would be okay. That would be a way for me to bow out, although I know they won't want to pay what she's probably going to ask for grooming. But I'm honored to have one of her dogs because they are spectacular. I won't be able to do this dog. I probably won't be able to do a bad haircut on this dog because it's one of hers. (laughs) Well, that's what you want. I get it. I get it. But it, the pressure's on because what if she sees my grooming and is like, oh, P-U, even though I've been tuned up by the Bichon specialist on the other side of my computer, <laughs> I'm still not good at scissoring at this point. My fingers don't work very well. But needless to say, it was an interesting week of grooming, meeting the puppies and thinking I'm going to let a puppy go and then finding out they're only going to be here till next spring anyway and I might as well just do the dang thing. And and then, yeah, just people keep calling. I've turned three down this week, though. Yay, me. Yay, I'm yeah, patting myself on the back. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not turning away anybody right now. I really need the business. Oh, I wish I could um, send them to you. <laughs> I wish you could, too. <laughs> I had... Um, uh, I had an interesting thing. It kind of pushed my buttons this week. Uh-oh. Well, it, it, same dog as last year. I think you'll remember that, that last year, one of my Scotties that lives here in the winter and lives uh, in the Poconos or someplace like that uh, in the summer came back uh, with looking terrible. Well, this year, she didn't even have any grooming at all in the, in the, uh, wherever she lives. It's a wealthy conclave in New England somewhere, you know. And um, she freaked out on the way home. The dog was so overgrown that she got it groomed uh, by a local groomer. uh, I'm not going to mention the city because I don't really want to shame the groomer. Right. But she had a mobile. She couldn't find a groomer. And she finally she found someone that that came to the home and groomed the dog. And oh my God, she brought the dog in and I, I almost, I just died. You know, I, I I just died. Susie, every possible mistake of Scotty grooming was done on this dog. And he just wasn't, he didn't even, he was unrecognizable. Like what? Tell us some of the mistakes that were made. Well, I am going to tell. First of all, we'll just start at the head. Thank God they didn't 
fuck up the eyebrows. (laughs) Small blessings, huh? (laughs) Small blessings. That that part was okay. But what they did do is they totally clipped the entire ear inside and out. Oh. No tuft. None at all? None at all. So we went from last year he came home with sort of like hula skirt, tiny hula skirt tufts on each ear. This year he came home with no tuft at all on his ears. Oh, what a bummer. Because that takes a Uh, while to grow back, too. Yeah, that's not real fast-growing hair. No. You know, and and so I just want to emphasize that the correct Scotty ear is almost clean. I mean, the tuft is just at the forefront of the ear. The whole back and two-thirds, three-quarters of the ear is cleaned off entirely. And you do... you. You do want the even the inside of the outer edge cleaned off, but you've got the little tuft um, on the inside of the ear, and the size and amount of that tuft should have something to do with whether you got small ears or donkey ears, right? Right. So if you got if you got large ears, you want kind of more tuft to hide the ear a little bit. To the, the yeah. length, the length. To hide the length. some of the length. It sort of will sh- shorten the appearance of the ear. If you have short ears, and my new Scotty customer with four of them has dogs that have short ears, we want less tough on those ears so that more of the ear, uh, and you want to make sure that you get right down to the bottom of the ear at, at the very place where it connects. So that's the ear thing. The next thing it was the skirt. They had taken, first of all, they had probably used a 10 blade. Oh, the skirt, it was not a skirt. It was just like this curtain that, that it was like at about the length where you might put a cocker pattern on top of the shoulders on top of the front, and it looked like it was the same length all the way around from (laughs) the throat (laughs) over the shoulders. It was a cape. It wasn't a skirt. It was a freaking cape. And it it had not been blended at all. So it's bushed out. And it even went back and they had a band around his tail and the curtain went over his hips and then the little and then the rear end was all naked oh 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 and the tail it was banded at the base same length as the body or the back and then a carrot shape on just a bush like a little christmas tree oh (laughs) yes So, please, just a reminder, the Scotty tail is not a carrot tail. It's a pencil tail, okay? You just do the whole tail the same length as you've done the body. You don't try, I mean, it's going to have a little more thickness at the base naturally, but you don't emphasize that. You. It's pretty much a straight tail. It's not a flag tail. It's 
He's come back with a flag tail. It's not a flag tail. <laughs> In fact, you can go you can go pretty close. Just I mean, you can do a seven blade up the the bottom side of the tail. That's what I usually do. Yeah. Yeah. What about the jacket? What should it have been? Do you use the uh, you use the Brevera, right? I use a Brevera. Now here here's the thing. I I mean, I have a line in mind. It's it's down the ribs. It's down, you know, it's a skirt. It's not a cape. Closer to the elbow? Yeah, yeah. down the elbow. You know, and you allow the elbow and the hips, the, the legs are not concealed under the curtain. You know what I'm saying? Try to show the muscling. You want to show the musculature of both the shoulder and the hip. <laughs> I mean, and you want to blend. You want where, you know, you don't just clip it off and leave it bulging where the clipper ends. You skim away. The best way to blend is to use, like, uh, the best way for me to blend is to use the number five, the the red snap-on comb, and it just blends naturally in there. And I, you know, like, I I was able to correct that for her and correct the tail, and he looked so much better just with that little thing that she tipped me an extra $25 this time. You I know, was going to say, I hope you got rewarded for that effort. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. And for not berating the less than perfect grooming. <laughs> and I have raised my my breed profile trims all to $75. They were $65. I've just jumped them up. And the other thing I've done, Susie, is I've um, bumped my hand, my basic hand stripping from $100 to $125. That's all uh, seems reasonable. And I, and I don't even apologize. I, I haven't even sent out notices. I just, they come in and I say, it's 125 this time. I've had to raise my prices. I don't think and, anybody's going around right now thinking that everything's going to stay the same because it's just can't. Everything. It can't. It, you, it can't. Yeah. And, um, and, I, and I have a commitment to um, my employees, you know. Yes, I do. Uh, and and myself. Yes. So, uh, well, interesting you. that you mentioned the commitment to yourself because you might remember I had a major commitment to find a freaking bottle for my Pepsis. Remember the bottle search went on you for You found one. It's leaking. Oh, son of a bitch. I know. I give up. <sighs> I'm going back to the moderately adequate one that I have to use two hands to open that came off of Amazon. I've just gone back to that. I can't believe it. And I just have to say for everybody who went through that journey with me, I only bought two <laughs> of them. So I only have one other one. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that the so, pro the problem I is... I you're glad that this time you didn't buy five. Yes, right? I started to. I had them in my Amazon basket. And I thought, well, maybe I should just make sure it works. And I mean, it worked for like a year. But now, I, no matter what I do, how to clean it or anything, that it starts to blow out the side and then it leaks Pepsi down the side of it. See, they're well, not, they're not really is, meant for. What is the 
expected life of a tumbler. Well, the ones I had before were like five years. Yeah, but that doesn't happen in anything anymore. But it was a thermos, just like this one. It was made that looked just the same, but it's it yeah, has well, a well, slightly well, different I, I, lid. I, 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 Changes. I know it's a slightly different and, lid, and they're you know as they're cutting manufacturing costs. This I this notion that something is going to last five years. It's true with clippers. It's true with with all kinds of things. You know they just don't last that long. Well, I had to I had to um, retire Yvonne's. I bought her a special comb from um it's the it's the company that Ashley Craig. Yeah, Ashley Craig. I remember I bought, slightly I bought jealous. Her, <laughs> yeah. I bought her a green comb so that she could find it from Ashley Craig with a beautiful uh finish on it and I had her name engraved on it. I remember. Um well I found it the other day. It was missing for a little while, and I found it, and I looked at it closely, and the um, enamel coating, the color coating, is chipping off of the tines, the pins, and that means it can snag the hair. It can damage the coat, so I had to retire it. And she said, I just can't find my comb anywhere. And I said, well, (laughs) sorry to say that I put put it to sleep. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's too bad. Well, the next time I'm in the morning, I'll uh, I'll buy her a replacement because I like her having a comb with her name on it, but. Well, I get, I like the one that I have now. It doesn't blow out. It, it, the carbonation is the problem. They're not meant for carbonation, and that's my fault. That's where I'm using it off-label. for Because they all say, oh, don't use for soda. And I'm, of course, using it for soda. So I recognize it's my issue. Uh, but I'm still very sad <laughs> about my purple. You still cup. have a five-year expectation. I bet even this, though they say don't use it for carbonation. I bet this one will work just fine that I'm using. The hitch is it doesn't fit the whole can of soda. It's I always have to chug the like five ounces, four ounces that doesn't fit in the freaking bottle. But it's okay. I can live with that. It's much better than dealing with it. I couldn't figure out why every time I grabbed the bottle, it was sticky. I mean, I'm sticky in general, but it was extra sticky and my cup holder was sticky and that's how I figured it out. This one has a little screw off top that you open and for the whole first week because i've discovered this last week so i've used this other one for a week and every time i drink from it the the lid hits me in the cheek and my right side is all sticky then i figured out if you push it just a little farther it has kind of a blip that holds it out there sugars are good for your complexion glad to hear it (laughs) i also broke another thing this week which this is a complete and total disaster besides my car, which isn't running right. And it's raining inside. Um, I broke, I think my table's breaking. Oh no. Oh God. Yes. It's riveted to the, it's 
bolted to the floor, rusty bolts. I don't know how I'm going to get it out, but we'll have to drill it out. It's a it's a Curtis Hanvey 2001 table that it's a hydraulic pump-up table, and now all of a sudden it's very loose. But I don't think I can get the screws to tighten down the housing to hold it any tighter because everything's so rusty. So I think I'm going to lose my table, which means I get to buy a table. So, you know, bad and good right there. (laughs) Because I could get a table that goes all the way down, which would help me with, um, excuse me, some of my bigger dogs that I have to continue doing because I'm in love with them. So anyway, what a disaster, though. That's really annoying. (sighs) That is annoying. I think I bought my handy um, big boy on wheels table right about then too about 2001 and between 2001 and 03 and that was one of the smartest purchases i ever made because that table allows me to roll the table over to the tub and lower it tub side put the dog on pump it up and, you know, like, wow. Yeah, you know, see? Mezzanine that... level, first floor, <laughs> that was in you go. <laughs> That's, you know, right there. That's a way that you could keep grooming for longer because you're taking care of your body. And on that note, let's take a break and we will move on to our first appointment. Hang tight, everybody. Let me tell you about the newest thing from Best Shots Ultramax Pro line. I'm seriously stoked about these products. First up is Ultramax Hair Hold Spray. It's a mindfully created aerosol-free styling spray. It's flexible and can be layered on for a stronger hold. It's quick drying and has the Ultramax Delicate Sweet Pea Fragrance. Next up is my favorite new product in a long time. It's called the Max and I love it to the max. It's a fragrance-free ultra concentrate conditioner and detangler. It's so concentrated that one small bottle makes 10 quarts. It reduces drying time, extends manageability, and aids you in achieving optimal coat performance. Mats and tangles brush away more easily, and it turns your recirculator into a de-shedding machine. Just a few drops in the final rinse or spray it on and dry it in. It's amazing. Check it all out at ultramaxpro.com and see why Barbara and I are so excited. That's ultramaxpro.com. Contact your favorite Best Shot distributor and order some Max and Hair Hold Spray today. For over 30 years, Best Shot has been making masterpieces out of nightmares in record time. Made from the best stuff on earth. Ready, groomers? Here comes our first appointment. We are lucky to work in a very flexible career. It's one in which we can work long into our senior years if we wish to or if we need to. And it's really a lifestyle for those of us who choose that. It supports our families. It brings interesting people into our lives. Uh, And how do we ensure that we can do it for as long as we need to or have to? What can we do in our early years that doesn't wreck us for our senior years? We happen to have an expert on the subject right here on the podcast, and it's Miss Barbara Bird. What do you say to that, Barbara Bird? Well, I say 
um, do what I say, not as I did. <laughs> because the first thing that I didn't do was I didn't have fatigue mats at my table. I groomed standing up on a concrete floor for years and years. And I am now paying for that in knee and hip and back problems. Oh um, yeah, I bet. And uh, and it's real. It really, you know. And, and compounding that, I didn't, I didn't take my shoes seriously <laughs> until my feet started breaking down. Yeah, you know. So I would tell you now, uh, you know, like I, I wore. I used to be a fashionista, so I would wear things that um, didn't really, they, they weren't really supportive. I would wear shoes that were cute, but not necessarily supportive uh, to work in. And I, uh, that was foolish. <laughs> so uh, we fact, the, first, the first year, you know, like when I, when I was apprenticing the groom, this is going to, I'm going to tell it, tell on myself. When I was, my employer used to, uh, he would, he, he forced us to uh, go bowling every Wednesday and be a team. Team building. Because he, because he, he was, uh, he loved bowling. Oh. And I, uh, so I had to go bowling and I was just, you know, like uh, fresh out of uh, just ruination. Okay, ruination. Right. I'll leave that to your imagination. But I had no money and I didn't have any money for work shoes. And so I <clears throat> brought home uh, bowling shoes, cheap cardboard bowling shoes from the bowling alley that I ran. <laughs> Those were the worst. <laughs> I, sw I swiped the bowling shoes and I worked in them for months and they had, they were just, they were just cardboard. It's like also you know? like ice. <laughs> You're supposed <laughs> to slip with them. Oh God. And I, and I, and then I, and I would just, and I put cardboard inside of them when the soles wore through. And that was a, just a terrible start. To my career i'm surprised i survived and you know like and the result is now after a day of work sitting or standing my feet are killing me and i'm wearing clodhopper you know the god so we're so having supportive work shoes and i mean arch supports and having some cushioning under your feet as in fatigue mats at your table is really important in ensuring some longevity i'm so i'm what, gonna what cheer a, i'm gonna cheer you on are you ready yeah lean to the left lean to the right stand up <laughs> sit down fight 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 lean to the left lean to the right stand up sit down fight 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 you know why i'm doing that cheer why because it is so important to stand up and to sit down, sit down, and to right. lean over to the right, and to lean yeah. over to the left, because we as a whole industry suffer from repetitive stress 
injuries. And we don't even realize how fast time goes on and how quickly those muscle fatigues and muscle weaknesses that create injuries like rotator cuff injuries and lower back injuries come along. I mean, they come out of the blue. So I want to say I fought sitting down so hard. I didn't want to sit down. Oh, I remember. It was a gymnastics event for me. I needed to move around the dog, move around the trailer, move around the table, and I did not want to sit down. I'm here to say that I should have hit myself over the head with the stool and then sat down <laughs> on it because it, it is so important to alternate between sitting and standing. You right. need to do that. Barbara, you taught me that, and it really is the key. Mix it up and have a hydraulic stool that adjusts just like your hydraulic table does so that you can really adjust your posture. Posture is so important and we overlook it so much. And what happens is we bend the same direction over and over again because our tools are in the same spot and we repeat it and repeat it. And then the opposite motion, those muscles atrophy. And ask me how I know this. Well, I'll tell you how I know this, Barbara. Because I just went to the physical therapist for my shoulders to see if I couldn't figure out why my shoulders are so giving me so many problems these days. And I know it's not torn because I can still do this on both sides, although this one's completely different than this one. The left side is the front of my shoulder. The right side is the back of my shoulder because of the work that I'm doing and the repeating of the same thing, then I've got opposite injuries on my shoulders. So I went to the physical therapist. They gave me some exercises to work on. The first day I did the exercises, I could hardly move the muscles that now no longer have been working. So it was so obvious to me that we really need to stretch in the morning and stretch the opposite direction that we bend every single day. And if you do this all the time and get into a habit of doing it, you won't end up all twisted up and needing a chiropractor and shoulder surgery and back surgery and all of that stuff. That's my biggest tip. Lean to the left, lean to the right, stand up, sit down, fight, 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 because we want to fight that aging process and fight those repetitive stress injuries as best we possibly can. And on that note, if you are sore or you're feeling something, yeah, go get some professional help. If it's your feet, and I'm going to say this, and this is not intended as anything but common sense, just common sense. If your feet hurt, if your knees hurt, if your lower back hurts, lose some weight. It's the best thing you could possibly do. It doesn't cost you any money. It's it's a way to relieve some of the stress. If you do it early when you're young, then you don't have to battle it after menopause when nothing comes off anymore. I mean, it's really... Amen. Yeah, you don't know it's going to really happen. You hear all the older ladies tell you that, oh, at some point in time, your metabolism changes. Get that weight off before you hit that point because it gets really, really difficult. And extra weight on your feet and your knees and your ankles, that is going to really make it hard, as Barbara can tell us, because, boy, she goes home crippled every night. Do something about it early. Yeah, yeah. So my weight played into my knee, hip, back problems, and I've become pretty much immobilized. You know, and then what happened once I couldn't walk around the block anymore, more weight came on. Yeah, gosh, it's because a compounding gonna, problem. Because what am I going to do? Eat nothing? 
because I'm doing nothing? No. <laughs> yeah, that's you just know? too hard. <laughs> Besides, you know? eating is such a pleasure for all of us. It's a reward. We reward the dogs with treats. We you reward know, ourselves. Plus, it's, it's, it's stress management. Yes. Saturday night, I had a big old burger from Jack in the Box has a mm. new cheddar burger thing where they've got a cheddar bun and ched- two slices of cheddar cheese oh. and bacon and tomato and a burger. Oh, my God. If only their meat were was better. Yeah. You know, the truth is Burger King has better meat and Burger King has better potatoes. But, <laughs> but man, that... Burger with the man, cheddar bun, that, but man, that that it was it was delicious. Yeah, and uh, so uh, it does get know, harder though to lose it later. Oh, it, it gets impossible. Yeah, it gets impossible. And I and you know I have lost fifty pounds through Weight Watchers twice, and I just couldn't do a third time. Yeah, I understand. Um, I understand. So um, if you were talking about feet and shoes and all that, definitely wear the right shoes. Rotate your shoes out. Orthotics can be a life changer for people who have to stand all day long or stand and sit like we do. So if you're having foot problems, I'm not a huge fan of podiatrists, but they have the Good Feet store now that they can do analyzing yeah. and, and all kinds of other places other than going to a podiatrist. I've actually thought about going to the Good Feet store because um, I'm right now, I can only wear clogs. And you know what What else is happening because I'm too old? I can't bend over and clip my own toenails. Oh, that's a problem. Oh, it is. And now, what are you going to do? You either go get a pedicure or you beg a friend to <laughs> yes. clip your toenails and they don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the video, sidetrack, tangent, have you seen the video of the two humans doing the dog nail trim, pantomiming out the dog nail trim, where she hands her hand over to the person who comes at her with the nail clippers, and then she shakes her hand and she pushes the, the, what it would be like if a human, if a human, what do you call it, manicurist would have to deal with what we deal with every day with the dogs pushing you away and hitting you on the shoulder and licking your hands and trying to bite your hands. And it was so funny. It'll pop up on your feet. I just know it. That was very clever. (laughs) Um, you also mentioned the anti-fatigue mats, and there's other ways we can protect our bodies in the grooming shop that will make us live longer, quite frankly. One of those is a mask. Aren't we all learning that now? There's all kinds of particulates that blow around when we're blow-drying the dogs. You want to wear a mask. Oh, earplugs. Hearing protection. Yeah. Oh, that's huge, isn't it? Tell us, Barbara. Yeah, well, I had to tell Dave that he has to shout at me now. You know, I mean, he is in the other room. He's like yeah. 10 feet away. I, You know, because he tends to be soft-spoken. And I said, you're mumbling. I can't, <laughs> you know, like, I said, if you want me, if you want to be sure that I hear you, you got to shout it out, you know. And I'm so angry about the politics. It looks like the Medicare add-on for hearing aids isn't going to make it into this big budget 
darn it. So damn it. I want my hearing aid. I want my cheap hearing aid. You know, I bought those $100 hearing aid. Yeah. And uh, it just whistles its horrible high-pitched thing into my right ear every time I try to put that one. And I didn't send them back. Oh, man. I wasted $100 on Dang, I hate to hear that. You know what's not a waste? Every piece of equipment that makes your job easier. Bathing systems, support systems over your table, hydraulic tables, the hydraulic chair, anti-fatigue mats, lighter clippers, new methods, all of that stuff. So important to get the best you possibly can early so that you're not paying the price with your hands like I am and like Barbara is. And I'm not even grooming as long as you were. Gymnastics did mine. Yeah, I I think the the bathing system has done a lot. For one thing, I don't have to bend over the tub as much. You know, getting the tub at the right level for you is a trick. If you can afford a hydraulic, if I could afford a hydraulic bathtub in the in the bathing room, I would have one so that I could raise that for smaller dogs so um you know having the tub at the right height is really important and the bathing system helps you from having to to lean into and over the tub so much because you can stand back and let the sprayer do all of the massage work and you don't have to grasp the hair yeah, and having a restraint in the bathtub is important too because all of that um, struggling, the the it just restraints in general, are a key to body survival in our work because the more we push, pull, struggle, it, it just wears your body out. And um, so have a restraint in the tub as whether I really recommend uh, an over-the-table full support system for uh, grooming or at least a front and back restraints. Me too. And if you didn't know that I did, you could listen to episode 313 of the Groom Pod where I go on about over-the-table Lip systems for a good 10 minutes because <laughs> I love them. And yeah, the table divider. To, we, we don't need to go. In, but just minimizing it, reducing the struggle as much as you possibly can. You know, I'm to the point now with doing toenails that I just cannot struggle with the dog that's pulling its foot away from me. I have to have an assistant hold the foot. And I can still do the clipper work. What I can't do is the push-pull of my other hand. I am very sympathetic with that because I have a similar issue holding the dog's feet at this point. But I'm managing to do it still so far as best I can. So I'm going to touch on something briefly here. And Barbara, amuse yourself for a moment. (laughs) To have a good longevity in this, industry you need to have some financial health as well you need to start saving early and plan for it and if you need help saving there are all kinds of ways that you can get help from banking uh, people or from 
uh, investment people or things like that, but because Barbara's playing with things, I know. <laughs> I wish you could see this. It's so entertaining. Anyway, get some help. Do If you're running your own business, do the math. Put some money away. And even more important, pay for health insurance. Get health insurance. Carry health insurance, even if it's a minimal amount, but the high deductible, if something goes wrong, you need to have health insurance, especially if you get bit by a dog and you need to be treated right away. You don't want to have to fight with L&I. You want to be able to go in there, hand over an insurance card and get get taken care of. So that's all part of your financial health. And then, okay, Barbara, you can come back in the room now. (laughs) I'm not going to speak to that because... That's my Achilles heel. But I will speak to, I think, getting along with your customers is a key to surviving the business. Because if you consider the customers the enemy, not going to last a lifetime. Amen, sister. You don't have to love people, but uh, it sure helps. Uh, You need to at least accept people and enjoy people you know and if you don't don't work in a job where you have to interface with it if you don't get along with people work for a place where you're in the back and somebody else dealing with the intake and the the people part because um that'll shorten your life be, it, yeah being in conflict with customers and feeling dissed or disrespected or any of those things that happens when we miscommunicate that takes a toll on your soul and you, your soul can't take a lifetime of that so you'll burn out so you know like learning to communicate better by examining your own patterns of communication and noticing the patterns in your customers and being kind of objective about assessing where you can improve and how to be non-judgmental, you know, just like letting judgment, just let it go. 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 So another thing that I think is real important in, in maintaining longevity or attaining longevity is to uh, keep learning within the profession. Very good point. Here I am, 81 years old. I just took Chris Sertzel's uh, CCE, Certified Canine Esthetician course. Right. And I'm nice. going to have some new initials to put behind my name. Fancy. And I just learned a whole long day packed with information about skin and coat care. Nice. And that's just a shot in the arm to just like keep developing as a professional because there's more to grooming than just the dogs every day. It excites the neurotransmitters in your brain. There you go. There you go. Like, let's excite some of those things. Yes, and it keeps you interested, and it gives you new things to try. For instance, I got a box of stuff right over here. It included the banana shampoo from iGroom and some foaming face wash from South Bark and uh, one of those weird air muzzle, cheapy air muzzle things so that the guy with the grouchy Persian doesn't get bit every time he tries to restrain his cat for me. It's his own fault. (laughs) 
<laughs> keep telling him to get his hand out of the way. Well, I'm hoping this will help work. But I can't wait to do that grouchy cat and see if this whole like uh, thing, this hamster ball thing is going to actually help him help me get the cat done. I'm excited. It's exciting. You know, that's that's definitely it's fun. Yeah. I, I, I love learning. I, I love uh, moving ahead. I love uh, that's one of the reasons why I, I love my passion. Well, I, I do love my passion for ingredients because it's infinite. The knowledge that I can gain here, here, you know, today I got a chance to look up banana Uh, That all kind of falls under the heading of mental health, and mental health is a big part of this, and part of what we deal with that maybe only doctors deal with alongside of us is the loss and the grief, and that shit will take you down. So you need to learn how to process the loss of the clients and the loss of the pets because it's a constant thing. It's actually what happens at the end of a great life is the person dies or the pet dies. And it's something that we have to digest and be able to deal with and even more importantly, counsel and be sympathetic and be there for those people because we see the pets at intervals so we see the changes a little more prominently than they do. But With all of that burden comes some self-care that has to take place there. And you've really got to learn how to grieve what works for you and how to just be able to pull your huggies up and move on, if you will. I could add another thing about mental health because I've been on both sides of the mental health. You know, like I have been a therapist and I have seen a therapist. Okay. (laughs) So I've been on both sides and I want to say, you know, many of us who come to grooming come because we have people problems and we feel more comfortable with the animals than with the people. And therapy helps. Counseling helps. Self-work with a coach helps. And, you you know, it's very hard if you haven't had any experience with counseling to do self-work by yourself. It's almost you, impossible because you don't have the perspective. A, you don't have the perspective. You don't have the tools. Um, and it really can make a huge difference in your entire life. How you cope with stuff. Yeah, don't wait until, you know, like, don't wait until you're in a deep depression. If you're in a deep depression, it's very hard to seek help because you just don't even believe that anything can help you at that point. It's hard to see the forest for the trees. It's hard to see the forest for the trees. Uh, Don't let yourself sink um, before reaching out and getting some help. And even if you think you're perfectly fine, I did a lot of seminars in communication skills, in self-development skills, in setting goals, and all of these kinds, just any number of self-improvement sort of tactics, go for it. You know, work on yourself as you work on your career, you should, you should 
you should. Okay? <laughs> yes, yes. And and one of the ways I take care of myself is by going on vacation. As you guys know, that I've completely screwed up the release schedule because I've been gallivanting around the countryside. And once again, I'm going to gallivant a little farther this week on Sunday only, just Sunday, going to Disneyland. But take vacations, give yourself raises and rewards because that's part of life. You want to give yourself a reward occasionally or why are we doing this? You know, it's not just for the puppy breath. We're supposed to be making money. We're supposed to be taking vacations and paying ourselves more every year and things like that. So those are important. And the last thing I'd like to say on the subject is if you find you physically can't groom anymore, there are other spaces for you in the grooming industry. You could become a sales rep because you have a bounty of knowledge from being an active groomer for so long. You could have a passion for speaking, get out there in the speaking circuit. If you'd like, you could do videos. You can find ways writing writing papers and doing blogs. All of this is a way to keep it active, especially finding a, a vendor that you can work the shows. That's kind of fun. Just keep your foot in the in the industry a little bit and rub elbows with the people that you get along with, you know, those ones that like dogs better than people. That's a bunch of us. <laughs> We're all hanging out there. Make a game plan. For me, my game plan will be doing bath dogs instead of scissoring. I'll just do bath dogs and maybe I'll still have a podcast and still talk to you guys about stuff and who knows? Who knows what I'll do? But I know I'll be in the industry until the day I die. Barbara, you're actually a living version of exactly that. You find a way what? to reinvent yourself. Die? No. <laughs> no. No. Being on the tail end of things. Yeah. <laughs> Being on the tail end of things. Yeah. I like to say I'm in my sunset years. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fading, fading, fading. <laughs> All right, well, let's... Well, I used to be able to do 10 dogs, and then I could do eight, and then I did six, and now I don't like to do much more than four. As the sun slowly <laughs> sets on this topic, I'm going to play a couple of ads because we only have one more topic. So let me do that, and then we will uh, forge ahead to our back-to-school segment. Everybody's hands are shaped differently. Mine certainly are. It can be hard to find the perfect shear, but there is a solution. Evolution shears are fully customizable with fixed ring, single, or double swivels. I like the double swivels best. They are all designed to prevent the repetitive stress injuries that occur as we groom. Evolution uses high quality materials and the shears come in curves, straights, thinners, and chunkers. There's a small learning curve, but the staff at Evolution will guide you through. You can put your hands on a pair of Evolution shears at most grooming shows, but if you're not going to a show, go online to evolutionshears.com or call them at 877-560-3057 and buy yourself a pair. Be sure to ask for Chris. She's the cat's pajamas. Ron and Abby are super cool too. But wait, mention the Groom Pod when you place your order or put Groom Pod in the coupon code on the Evolution website and you'll receive $10 off each pair of shears. How cool is that? We love our sponsors, like Show Season. Let me tell you about my favorite Show Season products. 
True Tearless is a hypoallergenic scent-free shampoo that really cleans and never ever leaves a fragrance. Pair it with the hypo conditioner and you have a winning smell-free combination. Results Rinse is an after-bath rinse that lightly conditions and protects without adding any weight to scissored coats. It aids in drying time and it helps with brush outs too. Show Season carries Barbara's Essential Oil Blends and Mellow Pet Shampoo, Blueberry Products, Delicious Colognes, Hemp Products, a Feline Line, Spa and Natural Options, and so much more. You can find Show Season Animal Products at all shows and through lots of distributors like Cascade Grooming Supplies. And you can check out all their products at their website, thebestpetshampoo.com, or call 678-382-0218. Make every season a show season. Groomers, take your seats. School is about to begin. So I ordered the iGroom Banana Shampoo because I was hoping it would smell good and I'm very into that. And it turns out it smells like banana popsicles taste. And I'm very excited, a little artificial banana smell. But I was looking at the ingredients thinking it was just like a, just a fragrance. But there was actually like an ingredient in the ingredient list that said banana on it. Is there really banana in this? Well, I looked at the um, list that you referred to. And yes, there's a banana extract in there. Did it propel you down a rabbit hole? Propelled me on the Google Ah. to uh, check on what's going on with banana and hair care. And you know what? There's a history. Really? There. So, yeah, starting in around 2015, 2016, there was a fad that is still going about banana hair masks. So... A hair mask is something that you put on the hair other than shampoo or conditioners, right? A treatment. It's like a treatment for your hair that you put on separately from your shampooing and bathing. So bananas have a lot of nutritive value, as we know as a food. And what has happened, what I noticed, though, in looking at a number of these home recipes for banana masks was that there almost always is an oil in there like coconut oil or olive oil or you know and the truth is the nutrients we don't have any scientific evidence that the nutrients from the banana actually translate into making a difference for hair in the banana form. Now the extract is probably more likely to have some value for hair than the plain fresh banana that you mash up and put olive oil. Uh, You know what I put in my hair before I bathe it? Olive oil. Olive oil. (laughs) (laughs) So you might as well just put the olive oil or the coconut oil or the castor oil in your hair. And eat the banana. And eat the banana, right. You're right. Because we need the potassium. 
because we need the potassium, but your hair doesn't really utilize. I mean, it's like bananas are rich in potassium while your hair is over there saying, who cares? I don't. Potassium doesn't have any value to your hair. There's so much misinformation in some of these. I went on to another journey. I took a side trip into putting using raw eggs in your hair. Uh-huh. Oh, same shit. You know, like <laughs> and there's all these pictures of people cracking an egg yep. over their hair. Yep. But you know what? And that eggs have protein value and all of that. I just have no evidence that straight egg is going to do anything it's like throwing the bricks at the brick wall in a major sort of a way okay you know but we do know that like the olive oil or even maybe the coconut oil those those kind of things do have and some the, benefit and and the truth is the eye cream shampoo base is excellent yeah and they're kind of proprietary favorite additives they're, they're fine good you know I groom makes a darn good shampoo regardless of what specialty they have in there for you. Okay, since you looked at the whole formula, it came in a dark bottle. Can I put it in a light bottle or do you think there's something in there no, that's shouldn't. sensitive no. to oxidation? Well, probably. Okay. I wouldn't because it does have um oils in it that should be in a dark bottle yeah they it's in a dark bottle for a reason okay i and, thought so um i i would keep it in a dark bottle good enough i would keep any shampoos in a dark bottle i mean uv light is degrading it's degrading to a lot of materials so you know you like you're just better off in if you're mixing up shampoos for the day it doesn't matter but if you're going to be carrying them around and keeping them and storing them for a while, you need a dark bottle, preferably glass. Well, that's not happening. <laughs> I drove away with my drawer open the other day and all my crap flew everywhere and I broke my drawer. Now I have a broken drawer. I'm going to have to figure oh, out how to I'm fix so that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it happens. But, you know, only like once every three years. So every now and then you should replace your drawer hardware anyway, I suppose. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Sorry. I love my life. <laughs> no, truly, I am very happy that I got the banana shampoo and it cleans fine. That's all I want. It's going to clean fine. It's going to be a good shampoo. And if the fragrance is fun for you, then that's a happy groomer, at, at, you know, at the tub. I didn't buy a gallon. I just bought a 16-ounce or so. I'm going to enjoy it for myself and then move back on to my holiday scent this year, which is the apple. Yeah, yeah well, try it on yourself. You know, try it on yourself. I'll you do know it. what? I'm using the iGroom prebiotic shampoo and conditioner. Oh, my hair's coming out lovely. Well, I might try it on this Airedale really this lovely. afternoon, and if it if I don't love it there, it's going in my shower. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's wrap this up this week. Thanks, everybody. Remember to support your sponsors, which um, we talked about earlier, and check out our new website, thegroompod.com, and support us. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Happy grooming, everyone. See you next week on The Groom Pod. Bye-bye now. Hey, we love you guys. Sign up with Patreon. I need your money.